0: Greetings. This is Terry Noeltow. First, I apologize. I've been a bad boy. I haven't posted anything new to the webpage of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture in altogether too long. That was in part because I deputized on WBAI New York for my friend of half a century James Ursay who was compelled to take a medical leave of absence so my broadcast alter ego the Laughing Cavalier came out of retirement and I confess he's been outed In extenso, my substitutions proved so popular that I have relented and agreed to provide a weekly broadcast for WBAI New York 99.5 on the FM dial and on the Internet at wbai. Dot org on Sundays from 6 to 9 a.m beginning July 2nd 2023 and continuing until God knows when however I have to get back to providing broadcasts for the foundation and knowing that our lovely charismatic, charming executive director Lin Yen is a Beethoven buff fanatic is more like it I am going to inflict upon you yet another cycle of Beethoven symphonies I shudder to think just how many recorded cycles there are out there I suspect the first one is Felix von Weingartner's from the 1920s and 30s, but I could be wrong. I do know that the first complete recording of the Beethoven Fifth was made in 1910 by the House Orchestra of the Odeon record label, and the conductor was one Friedrich Kark. In other words, his Beethoven fifth antedates Artur Nikisch's by three years. But, as usual, I digress. The Beethoven cycle that I want to share with you is one that is widely deprecated and denigrated almost always by critics, quote-unquote, who've never heard it, and certainly never heard it in its entirety. And I refer to the cycle that was recorded by the Philadelphia Orchestra in the 1960s under its then-music director, the great Eugene Ormandy, who was music director of the orchestra for an unprecedented 44 years. What makes Ormandy's cycle unusual? And apart from the fact that in my humble opinion, the performances, the interpretations are superb And, of course, the playing from the Philadelphia Orchestra is stellar. What makes it unusual is Ormandy observes all of the repeats. All of them! And what is sad is, as these recordings were reissued over the years, Many of the repeats were excised for reasons of getting more music onto fewer LPs and fewer CDs. However, Japanese Sony finally published the whole series as originally recorded with all the repeats and that is what i propose to share with you i would like to make the observation at the outset and i will remake it down the line that for whatever reason japanese sony was not able to find the exposition repeat for the first movement, in the Symphony Number no. Three, in E Flat, Opus Fifty Five, the Eroica. However, a friend of mine, the legendary Alan S. Lissitzky, happened to have it in the original four-track audio tape, stereo tape version, and he very kindly digitized that for me which means you're going to hear the ormandy beethoven cycle in its entirety all of it so that having been said let us start with appropriately enough the symphony number no. 1 in C major, opus 21. This recording was made in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on March 24, 1965. <music> Recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, on March 24, 1965. The Philadelphia Orchestra, conducted by its longtime music director, Eugene Ormandy, Ludwig van Beethoven, the Symphony No. 1 in C major, opus 21. The exposition repeat in the first movement is observed. And in my humble opinion that adds immeasurably to the character of the performance of that movement and Maestro Ormandy follows the practice of observing all the repeats through all of the Beethoven symphonies in his landmark recorded cycle which was made in the 1960s. Here is the Symphony No. 2 in D major, opus 36, recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on October 17, 1962. Thank <music> you. performance of Ludwig van Beethoven's Symphony No. 2 in D Major, Op. 36, was recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on October 17, 1962. The Philadelphia Orchestra was conducted by Eugene Ormandy, and once again, all the repeats were observed. As far as I'm concerned, the realization of the second movement, the Larghetto, has never been bettered. The atmospheric quality is just ineluctable, and it is as good a point as any to remark on the marvelous sound that the strings of the Philadelphia Orchestra made and, for that matter, continue to make. Their string sound is unsurpassed, unsurpassable, and absolutely unique. And, as my friend Michael Cohn has shown in a recorded documentary, he made about the sound of the Philadelphia Orchestra. A conductor of the Philadelphia Orchestra can play the same work with another orchestra and the strings will not be the same. Similarly, a guest conductor will get a string sound from the Philadelphia Orchestra that he or she is not going to get from any other orchestra. This is Terry Noeltow. Before I continue with this presentation of the complete cycle of Beethoven symphonies that Eugene Ormandy recorded with the Philadelphia Orchestra in the 1960s, I would like to remind you that these internet broadcasts which are archived at the website of the foundation for the revival of classical culture www.ffrcc.org are made possible by the support and encouragement of the foundation For the Revival of Classical Culture, which is a not-for-profit entity in the state of Connecticut. That means that any contributions that you might decide to make to the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture are tax-deductible to the fullest extent that the laws permit If you want to make a tax deductible contribution, and I certainly hope that you will, to support the activities of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, which are by no means limited to the presentations of my Internet broadcasts, please go to the main page at the website of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture at www.ffrcc.org and look for the button that says Donate. Click on it. You will be transferred to a page that will provide you with all of the information that... You will need to make your tax-deductible contribution to the foundation for the revival of classical culture. Now, the Symphony Number no. Three in E-flat Major, Opus Fifty Five, the Eroica. As I observed at the beginning of the broadcast, Maestro Ormandy took all of the repeats indicated in all nine of the Beethoven symphonies. But, as the various performances were reissued over the years, many of the repeats were excised. And, except for the original LP releases, it has only been since... The complete cycle was republished on compact discs some years ago by Japanese Sony Classical that it has been possible to present them all with all the repeats. However, there was one exception. The Eroica, which was recorded first in 1961, apparently in the archives, was missing the exposition repeat in the first movement. However, my treasured friend and colleague, Alan S. Lisitzky, had a copy of the quarter-track Columbia Masterworks stereo tape release, which contains that opening exposition repeat in the first movement. Al very kindly made me a CD copy of that audio tape, and it is that CD transfer, thanks again Al for making it, that I have used for the first movement in this presentation on the website for the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture. So, here, recorded in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on April 9th, 1961, is Ludwig van Beethoven, the Symphony Number no. 3 in E flat major, opus 55, with all of the repeats observed. The Philadelphia Orchestra is conducted by Eugene Ormondi. Hey.
1: Thank you.
0: conducting the philadelphia orchestra in a recording made in philadelphia pennsylvania on april 9, 1961 ludwig van beethoven the symphony number no. 3 in e flat major opus 55 the eroica a performance in which all of the repeats that beethoven indicates are observed eugene normandy and the philadelphia orchestra made their recording of the beethoven symphony number no. 4 in b flat major opus 60 with all of the repeats that beethoven indicates observed in philadelphia pennsylvania on September 20th 1965 Eugene Ormandy, conducting the Philadelphia Orchestra in a recording made in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on September 20th, 1965. Ludwig van Beethoven, the Symphony Number no. 4 in B-flat major, opus 60, a performance in which all of the repeats that Beethoven indicates In the score are observed. This is Terry Noel Tau and I would like to remind you that these internet broadcasts are made possible by the support and encouragement of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, which also provides the space for the archived broadcasts which you can listen to as you wish. The Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture is a not-for-profit entity in the state of Connecticut. Contributions that you may decide to make to the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture to support these internet broadcasts, and all of the other important undertakings that are sponsored by the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture, both in terms of education and in the broadening of public knowledge, are made possible by the generosity of individuals like you if you are favorably disposed to supporting the foundation for the revival of classical culture and the myriad programs that it supports and encourages in addition to these internet broadcasts please go to the main web page of the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture at www.ffrcc.org. Find the tablet that says Donate. Click on that tablet. You will be taken to a page that will provide you with all of the guidance that you need in order to make your tax-deductible gift to the Foundation for the Revival of Classical Culture. Thank you.